Hey, welcome to a gluten-free podcast, the show where we'll be exploring all things gluten-free. I'm your host, Ben. Whether you have celiac disease like me, you're gluten-free for other reasons, or you just want to learn more about the gluten-free diet, then this podcast is for you. Let's get into it. Before we get started, I just want to mention a few things. Firstly, I want to take this time to truly acknowledge this beautiful land of Gundangara country, specifically the Southern Highlands on which my family and I have the privilege to live on and also which this podcast is recorded. I would like to pay my deepest respect to Aboriginal elders, past, present and emerging. I commit to learning more of Aboriginal culture, the Gundangara people and my own relationship and connection to country. I also want to preface this chat by adding that I'm not a medical professional in any way, so please seek out your own personal medical advice. My guest on today's podcast is Beck Wixon, creator of the Gluten-Free Queen and Celiac Disease Support Group Australia. We'll chat about how much she has learned since her celiac diagnosis and how it has pushed her to be such a creative advocate in the gluten-free community. Beck, thanks so much for coming on to a gluten-free podcast to have a chat. How are you going? Thanks, Ben. Yeah, really good. Happy to be here. It's good to see a gluten-free podcast happening. Absolutely. So look, um, you're doing amazing things for the celiac and gluten-free community. Thank you. And um, I'm really excited to have a chat about everything that you do. Um, but firstly, let's rewind back to 2007. <laughs> <laughs> when um, MySpace was all the rage and emos, they were um, all in trend. But um, it was also the year that you were diagnosed. So can you just have a little chat about how um, you were feeling um, during that time and how the diagnosis came about? Yeah, yeah. So I was, as you said, I was diagnosed in 2007 um, after about six years of feeling pretty crap um, visiting so many different doctors and being told a multitude of things from I had a stomach infection to um, I was a hypochondriac um, was a pretty confronting thing Um, but then I was I like to say accidentally diagnosed by a doctor who thought that I had IBS and she said that she was going to do some blood tests just in case Um, and I was petrified of blood tests at the time. Um, but as you know, <laughs> celiac diagnosis means lots of blood tests all the time. Um, yep. So not so much anymore. Uh, so, yeah, I got the results back from that and she was a bit shocked. Um, and she's like, look, I, I'm 99% sure that you have celiac, but you just have to go and see a gastroenterologist. All of these words, I had absolutely no idea what they meant. Um Celiac was new to me, never heard of it before. Thought it started with an S. Um. Yeah, so did I. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't in, yeah, it's just not a thing that I'd heard of before. Um, And I was young, like I was 23. So it was just a big, big change for me, but it was the best thing to happen. It honestly was that diagnosis. Yeah, the best thing to happen. Um, so was it a massive learning curve, um, you know, after getting the endoscopy done and, and having the diagnosis? Did did you have trouble following the gluten-free diet or did you have a lot of questions around it? Um, so I didn't have trouble. I just sort of, I'm very much, uh, right, okay, this is what I've got to do, so I'm going to do it. Um, so I did it. Um, I had 
a couple of slip ups, just label reading was a bit of a new thing for me. So there was one thing that I know the um, celiac veterans will remember the Arnott's rice wheels. They were like this round circle, it looked like a donut and it was a biscuit. Um, and the label reading on that was a bit tricky for somebody who was new. And I think they used to be gluten-free um, many years ago, but they weren't. And I was still eating those for a while. I thought they were gluten-free and I was just excited to have a biscuit. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, they, they weren't. So I did start eating them. So yeah, I was wondering why I was still feeling sick, um, but figured that one out. It was just, yeah, it's a journey. It was quite hard. Um, I taught myself a lot. I didn't have the internet. I know, I know. It was 2007. I did not have the internet. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, the year after I had the internet, but I was on like pre-internet research mode, which was books, libraries, buying so many books um, and joined the Celiac, Celiac Australia under the direction of like a new doctor. Um, I saw a dietitian who was terrible. Terrible. Really? Yeah. What yeah. did they say? Did they give you really bad advice? or? She was literally Googling it as I was sitting oh, there in her office. In, in front of you? Yeah, oh, no. she had no idea. <laughs> wow. About celiac or gluten-free yeah, or both? Or? gluten-free, eating gluten-free. Um, oh, I saw no. her twice and then went, what the hell? <laughs> oh, geez. Yeah. Um, so I didn't go back after that second visit. I thought the first one might have just Fair been a surprise. Um, yeah. But... Yeah, the awareness just wasn't there. Um, she had no idea. She had Absolutely. no idea. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I took it upon myself to educate myself. Um, uh, my doctor was out sick one day, so I had a replacement doctor, and she actually did up a form for me to join Celiac Australia. And I was like, what is that? Well, at the time, it was called the Celiac Society. Oh, okay. Um, so I faxed that off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah geez yeah yes 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 there was a fax. Um, <laughs> i've used faxes that before don't worry yeah <laughs> i faxed that off at work yeah and yeah and the no turning back yeah like still a member today um did anybody in your um in your family or friend circle uh have celiac disease no no, no okay no and no one has been diagnosed since your diagnosis my sister has been oh okay yeah, yeah. Um, my sister was diagnosed oh, maybe about five years after me. Wow. Um, yeah, but that's 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 it. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I know that my aunt has a few issues with gluten. I don't know if she's actually been diagnosed with celiac or so it's gluten intolerance. Intolerant, um, yeah. Um, but, yeah, my sister, celiac. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, it does run in families, so definitely. Yeah. yeah. I'm definitely an advocate for if somebody in your family has it, go get tested. Yeah. Because you could just not have the symptoms. I mean, she had completely different symptoms to me. Yeah, and, and some different. people can just be asymptomatic too, can't they? And the, the, yeah, the symptoms just vary yeah. so much. Yeah, whereas I had all of the symptoms. Like I had, yeah, you know, vomiting and diarrhea. Um, I had lethargy. I had these weird twitches. And I think it was like a malnourishment thing. Um, right. I could just sit there and I'd watch my arm and it'd just be like twitching up and down, like this random spot on my arm. It was weird. Wow. It was weird. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's amazing how the body reacts to it. Like not only it, um, physically, but mentally as well. Just uh, oh, 
I, yeah, yeah, one of the symptoms for me was brain fog and I was I just felt like I was out of it like 24-7. Yeah. I, had, yeah. I had that too, but I didn't realise I had it until it was gone. Okay, yeah, and everything yeah, just started so to think, feel a bit clearer once you went gluten-free as yeah, well? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't realise and I think that was because like I was sick for so long um, without diagnosis and I was still young. So, you know, yeah. when you're young, you're sort of developing as a person as well. and Yeah, bouncing back yeah. from things a bit easier. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I had absolutely no idea. Okay, um, but yeah, I had all of the symptoms. Like I wrote a list. Uh, <laughs> I had the weird skin things, like the random dry patches on your skin, and um, I had them like on my eyelids. It was quite quite bad and quite painful. Um, and yeah, I still actually have scars like from some of those skin things. I just couldn't get rid of. Yeah. So you're in uh, Brisbane. I am, yes. How have you found, you know, the the cafes and restaurants around the city? Is there any spots that you um, would recommend or that you have, you know, found are safe and you're you're happy to go there? Yes. Uh, Brisbane is fantastic. Um, There are so many places here um, from – so I wasn't diagnosed when I was in Brisbane. I was diagnosed when I was living in uh, Bundaberg. Oh, okay. Um, right. Yeah, yeah. Bundaberg at, in 2007, not that great. There wasn't even pasta. I don't know if there wasn't pasta because there wasn't pasta or if I don't know if there wasn't pasta because it was a smaller town. Um, but, yeah, Brisbane is amazing, like especially now, 2021, there's entire places that are completely gluten-free. Like I'm about Nojo. I love Nojo. N-O-D-O, Nojo, look them up. Okay, um, yeah. <laughs> they have donuts and I was like, donuts, yeah, <laughs> you've got me. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when you can find yeah um, any of those sort of treats in the gluten-free version, it's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but there's just so much more awareness here, like, I had Thai takeaway for dinner last night um, from a place that I've been to dozens of times in person. So I was really quite trusting in their ability to understand my Uber Eats order. Um, that's probably the only place that I will get Uber Eats from that I'm like completely trustworthy of. Okay. Um, the rest of the places this, you go in and, and you're yeah. more comfortable having a chat to them. Having a chat. Yeah. And just gauging how they react. Um, if they sort of make, you know, that awkward face where they start asking weird questions are like mm, no bye-bye um yeah. but there are so many places like there's a couple other places there's a place um Communa cantina they have a couple of uh little restaurants there's one in the city and there's one in evidon park um they're really knowledgeable when it comes to celiac they're not completely gluten-free but they're knowledgeable um like you can get lots of sushi places like always go for the pre-wrapped I know it's worse for the environment but it's better for your stomach um pre-wrapped um but there's quite a few places who are just all over it um yeah and there's another place I went to a couple of weeks ago for my birthday it was called ping pong Asian um okay yeah their theme is like bright pink so you walk in and it's like walking into like fairy forest wonderland oh wow <laughs> 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 perfect <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, they were amazing. Nice and bright. Yeah, absolutely. Um, they were amazing. So it's just sort of like uh, Asian street food. Um, okay. Perfect. Yeah. It's, that's just what I can think of right now. But there's yeah. so many places. Absolutely. No, so it sounds places. like there's a lot of good options. Yeah. 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 
And then, so in 2012, you started up the celiac disease um, support group. Yes, I do. Um, how how did that come about? Did you uh, just see that there was a need for that sort of group, and and you wanted to uh, help help out others with celiac disease and who are gluten free? So no. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah, that sort of it sort of started out as a little personal way for me to not harass all of my friends on Facebook with the stuff that I was sharing about celiac disease and education. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because I was getting a bit excited. Um, and I've done a bit of thinking about what I want to do or where my passion lies and um, had a good chat to one of my girlfriends. And I'm like, well, it really lies in like educating and having that place to talk freely about celiac because I know like, as I mentioned earlier, like nobody I knew had celiac when I was diagnosed. So it's like, okay, yeah. well, maybe some other people of my friend group do. Um, and Facebook was, yeah, I mean, I made the group on Facebook and just invited my friends and said, you know, if you want to learn about celiac, um, come join, come join my group. Um, so that's what it was about. I never in my wildest dreams thought that it would grow anything beyond my friend group. Um, okay. It was also like almost 10 years ago as well. So that was February 2012. Yeah, um, wow. So yeah, and it's grown a lot now. You've got a, a lot of members, yeah. me being one of them. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. Am I happy to have you? Um, yeah, have for sure. over 6,600 members now. Wow. Yeah, it's That's amazing. pretty amazing. It's a, I never yeah. in my wildest dreams thought that it would be what it's become like. It's such a clever idea too, because that was one of the first things I did. I just hopped on Facebook because yeah. um, I didn't use Instagram that yeah. much at the time. So I just hopped on Facebook and I was like, sure, there's some sort of, I don't know, group or something out there. And I kept on searching and then I just put in celiac and then Australia, I think yeah. those words. In, yeah. And it came up with, um, yeah, the celiac disease support group. So Yeah, thanks. Yeah, like um, 6,600 members and we have a huge engagement rate as well, which I know um you know might not be like might not mean anything to anybody else but to me it's about 80 I think it's about 85 percent we generally see that engagement rate so that means that all of those people it's like over 5,000 members are active in my group like really frequently which is amazing it just means that the knowledge is getting out there um they're inviting their friends they're inviting their family members they're asking the questions they're sharing their their um, restaurants they found, the food they found, um, and really increasing that knowledge. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, you are so active on there too. I see like someone post a question and if not like that, you know, day, like very soon that next morning or so, you'll just be on there and answering and other people will be too. So it's it's great. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really Such good. Such a great resource. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Um, it's really good now that it's not so much driven by me um that other members are there and they're helping as well and because it's their community um and that's yeah what i'm really aiming to create now and creating um aiming to expand is that little community in um celiac disease support group australia so absolutely yeah yeah yeah. it's exciting so how did the um, the gluten free queen come about? Was that at the, sort of at the same time? Or was that a bit after? Um, it was a little after. Yeah. Okay. So uh, it's about the end of 2015. Um, 
I was sort of figuring out what I want to do with my life um, and what I want to do, where are my passions at. Um, I was like, well, I really, really love my group. I love my group. And it, it had grown um, to a couple of hundred members by then, I think. Um, and I was just really excited to see what was going on. And people were just going, okay, well, where can we find this? And where can we find that? And where can we find, you know, X, Y, and Z? And I was like, okay, well, I'm in that boat too. I find this from this shop, that from that shop, this other thing from this other shop. And if it's like that with food, is it like that with resources and products as well? And I was like, and I had a really big think about it and it was. Um, so I was like, okay, well, I think I'm going to create some products and resources for celiacs and see where the need lies and try to fill that need because I, you know, I didn't have that when I was going through my journey initially and I want people to be able to have that. Yeah, so I did that and so now it's expanded to gifts as well. Um, I've really upped the T-shirts and mugs and, you know, all sorts of jumpers and hoodies and sweaters and uh, alongside the stickers is where I started out at. My OG um, was stickers for your pantry. Um, and they still, they, yeah, one of my bestsellers is the Stickers Fee Pantry. Um, yeah, so that sort of started out in 2015, very slowly. I was, a little, I was a little scared, but, yeah, it's going quite well and expanding all the time, all the time. And I have an artistic outlet then as well because I'm, I'm an arty, um, I'm an art person. So I get to design and then also help the community in which I am in. Yeah, that's awesome. And yeah, people can't see at the moment, but I'm wearing the um, hashtag celiac shirt and I've got the hashtag celiac mug right here with me <laughs> that I'm drinking. Out of. Yeah, like billboard. I love it. <laughs> no, they're great. And I think it's just awesome that as well that you're not only doing um, saying gluten free, you're actually um, putting the word celiac out there, too. I think that's really important as well. Um, yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah, it spreads a lot of awareness. Yeah, awareness, it yeah. it absolutely does, and it really like, even though we're coming up to the end of twenty twenty one, like the awareness still isn't there. Um, no, is we have so so much further to go, and yeah, I'm excited to be a part of that. Do you have some future plans for for Gluten Free Queen or the Celiac Disease Support Group as well? Um, so Gluten Free Queen, I have a few new product samples coming. Hopefully they'll be here in the next week. Um, so looking at expanding my range um, to see what else people want and need. And, yeah, I'm, I'm just sort of, yeah, Celiac Disease Support Group Australia sort of just grows as the world grows. So yeah. I just I watch, I listen and see if there's anything else that anybody else needs or wants and go from there. Definitely. Yeah. It, would you have any advice for someone who's newly diagnosed with celiac disease? Do what you did. Join, like, I don't want to sound like I'm tooting my own horn, but it's a really good group. Um, celiac Disease Support Group Australia come one, come all. We're happy. We're welcoming. Um, we're non-judgmental. I, I run a tight ship, <laughs> but, <laughs> but it makes a difference. Um, yeah, join, find your people because you may be like me. You may be the only one in your family diagnosed. You may 
not know how to spell celiac. Um, yeah. I certainly didn't. <laughs> like both what of us. Is, yeah. What is that? <laughs> what is gluten? Yeah. Why is it absolutely everything? <laughs> I never heard of it. I'd never even heard of gluten. I never heard of gluten free. Um, I had no idea. No idea. It wasn't part of my life. And now it is all my life. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Likewise. Yeah. Um, but yeah, diagnosis wise, like for the future, I'd love to see doctors just do celiac blood screens to start with. One of the first ones, so you're not a human pincushion because I you feel that. like it. Yeah. yeah. You do. You feel yeah. like it. It would be great to just see that happen as one of the initial things. Yes. Like yeah. Someone goes in for a blood test. Let's do the celiac antibody tests. Yep. Like, you know, test my iron, test my vitamin D, test my celiac levels. Let's see if it's there. Yeah. Like that would That's be fantastic. That's a very good point. I, I totally agree. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why yeah. they haven't started <laughs> doing that, to be honest. But No, I know. Yeah. 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 But that would be perfect. Definitely. Well, Beck, thanks so much for taking the time to do this. And um, yeah, I really appreciate everything you do. Yeah. Thank you for having me, Ben. It's been good. And let's, uh, yeah, keep on creating awareness. It's so important. It's so important. And knowledge really is power. It is especially when it comes to celiac. Okay, Beck. just before we go, uh, can you just let people know where they can find you? Yeah, so I have um, on Facebook, it's Celiac Disease Support Group Australia. Uh, Instagram, you've got me at the underscore gluten-free queen and I'm on Etsy as the gluten-free queen au.etsy.com. Beck, thank you. Thanks, Ben. I'll speak to you soon. Speak soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for taking the time to join me here on a gluten-free podcast. If you're enjoying it and think someone else would too, please share it with them. Also, I'd really appreciate you giving a rating and review on whatever podcasting platform you're listening on. You can find me on Instagram at a.gffamily or send an email to aglutenfreefamily at gmail.com. I'll add all this info in the show notes. Until next time, bye for now.